there's mindset, but then there's heart set, soul set, and we can even go more deeper into it. But that 80% is truly your foundation for that 20%. The number one motivational speaker under 40 in the world. We've got one billion views. Yeah, so for me, it started off when, you know, I started personal development when I was only eight years old. So I learned it as if I was going to teach it. And um, it came from a distraction when my parents got separated and they utilized self-development to distract my sister and I, not knowing that it would eventually start off multiple businesses. At 10, I started my first business, 12, my second. By 17 years old, I was making $200 a week at one of my businesses. And then when I turned 18, I got into direct sales as my very first company. And uh, I literally took that company to a billion dollars in sales. And today it's evaluate, well, it's not evaluated. They did 4 billion themselves. So evaluation is way more. And then last year, 2019, I started about 19 more businesses. And, uh, you know, the book started to come organically, the brand and everything just started to formulate. And it was a spinoff, but um, it, it wasn't something that I purposely created. I was just focused on becoming that entrepreneur and building residual income, legacy income. That's, that's, that's really cool. I like it. I like your story. I like, I like your path. Interesting. So you're an entrepreneur from such a young age. I mean, like your age right now, having done so much, what? <laughs> that's so amazing. Do you think it was, I mean, I don't know what background you came from, but do you think that if you did, like, did you come from a good background? Is that where it started? Or is it because you had to fight for it? You were a survivor. You know, anything in South Africa or Africa being third world, I would never compare it as great across the world because a million local rands in this currency is only $83,333. So from that point of view, you can be a millionaire here, but it's like 18, 17 to 18 times you know, less somewhere else. But from that point of view, I didn't come from an you know, a, a, a average or even an above average background. When I started entrepreneurship, my dad, in fact, took a knock on his businesses. My mom's been a single mom since I've been two years old. She was never making money. Um, so for me, it was just trying to bridge the gap between all wasted time because my parents did not say hi to each other from when I was two till 25. So for me, my WHY, my what hurts you moment, my reason, my purpose, my vision was purely to just put my family together and, and carve out the wasted time because I wanted to travel the world. And then eventually, um, you know, I started to realize that the, the upbringing, the foundational phase, the values and the traits came from self-development, came from the fact that we can work seven days a week and get paid, you know, literally peanuts, overworked, underpaid. If there was an eight day, we'd probably be working eight days a week. God, that's, that's, that's shocking figures when you hear about it and then realize. So, so why do you, Mr. Session, why do you think entrepreneurs fail the most? Well, very simple. We got to understand that most people get into entrepreneurship for the wrong reasons. They don't know why they're getting in. They don't know what they're getting in for. And most importantly, they don't even know how to even get in. So they start a business just to say they're self-employed. They don't have the right psychological state. They don't have the right values in the sense of what they want to achieve. They don't even have a vision. And most importantly, they get in to not solve problems. They get in 
just to go out and be the rich and famous. So they, number one, when you have that intention, it's like going into a relationship with someone for one mindset. I just want one thing. And in entrepreneurship, you can't have that one thing. You, you, you're signing up for the flaws as much as you want the fame. You're signing up for that bond, that vantages, but you need to be prepared for the adversities. You're signing up for the message in life, but you got to go through that mess. You're signing up for the freedom, but you need to go through that frustration before you even get that freedom. And that's what people miss. I started 19 companies last year. Seven of them did seven figures. What happened to the remaining? There wasn't a market space for it. I don't call it failure. I just call it a dead end. I came to a point where there was no growth. It's better to walk away than to put bad, good money into bad money. Wow, that's, that's great. That's great words of wisdom right there. And it's good to hear it as well, coming from somebody that has had those, you know, bounce back moments where you've, you've hit, hit it rock bottom and gone back and you've come back and you are able to go so far up the food chain so quickly and you've built these companies. I mean, look, I always say to, to my, my clients and people who listen, you know, mindset is everything. And I know you talk about mindset a lot, but it is so key. You know, people always say, oh, I want to, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a multimillionaire. But, you know, the, the things that you have to do to get there, to achieve that means you must have habits like a millionaire. You must work like a millionaire. You must act as though you are there. It all starts from the thoughts and it goes all the way up into the action. So many people just think, okay, got it, got this great idea, but you can worship at the temple of ideas and it will just stay there forever unless you execute it. And that's where it starts. I mean, if you want to understand the true principle of prosperity, right? Abundance. There are so many things. There are three main things out of them. I would say the law of compensation. It states the amount of money that you earn will be in the exact ratio of the need for what you do. So write this down. If you guys are watching, we love to give our tips. Your ability to do it. The difficulty there will be in replacing you and how big of a problem are you solving for others? Because the bigger you problem you are solving for others means the bigger your success ultimately. What do you make of that? No, without a doubt. I mean, the bigger the story, the bigger the glory, the bigger the testimonial and the, te the bigger the testimony and the pain actually creates that testimonial in life. But when I understood psychological mindset, 80% of life is psychological, but there's more to that 80%. There's mindset, but then there's heart set, soul set. And we can even go more deeper into it, but that 80% is truly your foundation for that 20%. You don't really need to go out there and have a thousand thoughts per day. You only need one, two, or three real good ones. And your day should be formulated around that five hour day that you're working. Well, some people believe I'm going to work 16 hours a day. Trust me, I work 16 hours a day and I work five hours a day. I did both. And I made six figures, seven figures, and even eight figures. But I, I needed me to understand what am I? Am I the admin guy or am I the visionary? Am I the guy that's going to go and create stuff? Or am I going to go out there and do the admin stuff behind the scenes? And you're right. It's, it's so imperative to have the right type of psychological state and values for you to sustain 
the rejection, especially if you're going through rejection, you need to have the mindset to go through it. What are your top mindset tips? Because I think if you and I throw three out there each, it's going to be powerful. Yeah, definitely. So a few of them that I work on is the minute I wake up, the first thing I do is I get myself into a state that I can allow myself to move. So I hit the gym for about 20 minutes. After that, I go out there and I practice gratitude for about 20 minutes. And then after that, I go out there and I meditate for about 20 minutes. And that 60 minute slot, that 60 minute pocket literally goes out and articulates my entire day. And then from that very moment onwards, I'm always growing. So growing 60 minutes in the morning, growing 60 minutes in the evening. If we're not evolving in life, we're dissolving. If we're not growing, we're dying. If we're not learning, we're never earning in life. So those are some of the stuff, the principles that I, my entire life is based on the foundation and that keeps me aligned and keeps me going every single day. Just wanted to jump in here quickly and say, I am so excited to announce that my new book, Be It Until You Become It, is out in August and you can get your hands on a pre-order copy right now. It'll be delivered to you when the book is released, but right now you can pre-order that book and I just want to give you something as well as getting the book as a gift from me to you. I am giving away a bonus Be It Until You Become It program with video content worth $500 right here as a gift for you for free for downloading and buying that new book today. When you get a copy of that book, just make sure you go back and put the receipt into the Be It Until You Become It book.com website where you'll be able to receive your free gift. And there is so much much more epic content coming up for you until the book is released. Be it till you become it, as you can hear in the title, is about becoming the version of you that you want to become before you become them. It's about the neuroscience behind the law of attraction, the ancient wisdom behind the law of attraction, and everything that goes in to you becoming that best version of you. It's my 12-step manual, the guide that I have done to become a best-selling author from being broke and homeless, to living in my dream homes. I was a single mom only three years ago. This is the bulletproof method that I have used to get to where I am now. You see, life is a movie. You get to choose your character and write your script. So who do you want to be? I hope you enjoy the book as much as I enjoyed writing it. The link is below. I love that. That is what are yours? Okay, so mine are key factors. One, before you go to sleep every single night, you need to be writing up the three goals that you're gonna be going for the next day. Because if we go for a massive goal, it's just so impossible to do. But if you break it down into smaller chunks, then you have a constant sense of achievement every single day. So we break it down into smaller little chunks. So we do um, tomorrow, I'm whatever the business is that you're going for, you break it up three goals. And you write that down before you go to sleep. So tomorrow when you wake up, it's fresh, you know exactly what you're doing. Number one. Number two, gratitude journaling, which you've already done, but I'll take that into a different way. You could do affirmations. So if I'm not doing a journal, my gratitude journal, I'll do affirmations. And that doesn't just mean I say I am love. No, I feel it. I put my headphones on and I dance around. My dance around feeling inspires my God feature inside me, my love, my inspiration, my excitement, whatever you want to call it, your life force effectively, the prana, you connect and you ignite that. 
And when you're in such an elevated state, you are resonating on a higher frequency. You're connecting. You're in the 432 hertz. You're feeling amazing. You're listening to something which is also potentially written in 432 hertz or not, but it's elevating you. You're feeling good. When you're feeling good, when you're saying the affirmations, that's when the two connect. The alignment between the brain and the heart right? And so you want to feel what you're saying. You want to feel good. So that's number two. And number three, every single day, I ask myself the same question. What can I do today to contribute to people's lives in the best way, using the opportunity, resources, and the people around me? And that's it. Those are my top three things to do from the night before to the morning. And I think if you uh, focus on the things that you said, Sashin, that I've said, and people put these together, they are set up for success. They're going to feel amazing. And your life will start to change instantly. You know, that's the difference, right? With people like you and I, we're talking to the new generation. We're young. We are from a digital era. We're from a place where people do not have time for months of research and study. We were born as millennials. We are here as people who are serving it on a plate instantly because people do not have time to study. And what do we give them? We give them instant knowledge and instant results right now. Resources that give them that through our books, through our resources, through everything that we do and we preach about and we talk about because we know the value of time and the value of wanting something right now and making it happen right now. And that's the difference. We're from a digital era, so it's all online. So what we do, we just tune into that. Yeah, I mean, that's so true. We're bridging that gap between baby boomers and millennials, the old school versus the new school. And that's where we're transitioning towards. Everything is gonna be online. Education's already online right now. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, everything is, eventually the schooling system will change i believe some point in life i mean it would be amazing if they actually built into the system something that would be about what what we talk about you know these kind of topics how to get successful how to build a seven-figure company if you learn that kind of thing in school i know economics could be similar but if you learn that kind of thing with people like you and I, you know, different mentors. And there are so many great minds in this world. But imagine if they could go in and teach that kind of thing online, if you could have a lesson with Napoleon Hill, you know, that would be amazing. If you could have a lesson with, with uh, you know, any one of these incredible minds, that would be, or even with you and I, that would be cool. Then they could actually learn, you know? So schooling is definitely a plan B. And people need to realize that school's only going to put food on the table. You know, wisdom comes from real life experiences. Knowledge comes from what you're going to learn from the books. And, sure. you know, I, I started, you know, going out there and making a little bit of money during my school years, utilizing the network that I created in school. And I started to realize, well, whilst I was in my final schooling career, I was already matching some of my teacher's salaries because the average income in Africa is $200 a month. I was making $200 a week, 800 a month. And then eventually after that, getting out of school, when you want to diversify into the business world, be prepared to be ridiculed. 
be prepared for people to not understand you. When they don't understand you, they talk about you. So I went down that path and I remember clearly how it felt. And you're going to lose most of your friends. My parents said, Sashin, you won't be able to count your friends on, five on one hand, five fingers. I never understood that. And today I can. And you know, my parents even told me, Sashin, you won't be able to trust your left, your left hand from your right hand because the people around you for the good times, they won't be here when you're going through the adversities, the plateaus in life. But when you go through prosperity, you'll see people shop from every single angle out there. Gosh, that, that's very true. I agree. My, I, I had so many friends or what I would call fake friends at school, friends who I thought were friends and stabbed me in the back. Or, you know, perhaps we got into silly little fights which evolved and I went through trauma at school, you know, in so many ways. In fact, I was a victim of bullying and all kinds of different things. It was very sad. And actually I learned a lot from that at a young age. And I realized the people you keep around you is also a direct measure of your success today. Because if you have negativity around you, let me tell you, negativity and positivity, they, they are both addictive. Both have addictive characteristics. It doesn't matter which one you have around you. So hang out with people who are like-minded or one stage above you, because talking from experience, I can tell you now I can count less than my hand. Less than my hand are my true close friends, and one of them includes my mother. So the people who are around you will affect you. So if somebody around you is doing something that you love, right? They're praying all the time. They're doing something beautiful. Then you will find yourself loving prayer more, doing more prayer, doing something which you love because you're around that person. But if you're around someone who's just a waster, constantly moaning and judging, and having a bitch about something or a whine, or being ungrateful, that person will rub off on you and you'll find yourself without knowing, being more snappy or just saying to somebody, oh God, I, I don't care about that. You're not yourself, you're not being yourself. You're just simply, it's rubbing off on you. You don't want that. So those people around us are, are so important. So it's better to shake it off and keep less people and just have your mentors, the mentors you've never met, the people that you respect. You know, I was mentored from a very young age by two people, one of which I had the pleasure of actually meeting in person and continuing that journey. Um, and that was with, uh, you know, somebody based in Houston called Joel Osteen who was in Lakewood Church at the, uh, you know, at the start of that. And the others are for, who people I, I speak with now, which is amazing because now age and everything else goes out the window and it just levels and people listen to each other and we all teach each other things. You know, I find I can teach my grandparents things, but yeah, I can learn something from them, of course, too. We all teach each other something different and that's the same with those people around us. So choose your friends wisely because it rubs off on you. Choose your people wisely. Great. Do you have um, a big family? I mean, I have a very close circle. It's just my mom, my dad, my sister, and that's pretty much it. My sister's husband and, uh, you know, I don't really and truly, um, you know, I've learned from life at a very young age. I've learned from the people around me. It's very difficult to be associated with people when they don't want to be on your own, on, on your frequency. And I'm not better than other people, but sometimes it's better for me to be alone. 
and literally be in my own zone. Because at the end of the day, when you expect something from people, expectations lead to disappointment. Disappointment is going to take you out the game if you get disappointed too frequently. So as you mentioned, we affect our environment or we allow our environment to affect us. And for me, I'm a creative person. I'm always studying, researching, growing, networking. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, certain people are just meant for certain conversations. You know, I don't want to be able to go out there. It's very difficult when you want to take a trip and, you know, your friends can't take the same trip with you because they don't want to, they don't want to, they don't have, they never take the risks. They never go out and make the sacrificial decisions to position them into a position of freedom to book a trip. So it's always like, okay, cool. Sasha needs to pay. And I don't like that stuff. I like to help people and teach them how to do it themselves. Because I'm not going to sustain their lifestyle. I want them to sustain themselves. Absolutely. Listen, the best way to teach people sometimes, if you're helping a family member out, so imagine you're at your family member, every month you're sending them money. You're sending them money. You're that guy. You're that girl. You're just sending them money every single month, okay? And that person needs it. And I had it with a friend. And they would always need help. And I would send them it. I would send them it. I would send them it. I'd pay for their lunches. I'd pay for their dinners. I would pay for their everything they needed basically but I was like a mother figure in a way and it went on and on and on and one day I realized I'm the reason this person's not changing true I'm the reason this person's remaining a monster I've created a monster the best way to teach people like you just said is to teach them how to do it on their own think of one a hundred percent if you can show people how they can do it on their own so I did I showed her how to do it on her own and once she learned to do it on her own, it was so hard. We fell out at first. And, you know, it, it shows a lot, a lot of things, a lot of arguments are based around financial, which is a real shame. But once you overcome that and you show someone, they will come back like she did and say, thank you for teaching me. Best gift you probably ever Absolutely. The gift of, of knowledge, of teaching somebody and, and evolving it. You know, with every interaction that you have, the impression of increase through through what you're saying is so powerful. And on that note, if you can leave someone feeling elevated when you leave them, if you can leave someone feeling better than where they started, that means you've done your job right. Always leave someone feeling elevated. Because if you've done that, you have been a better person, you've served somebody, you've helped them, you've contributed to the world. So every conversation you have, whether it's with your mom, your partner, your kid, whoever it is, leave them elevated. Because yep. if you attack them and you leave them feeling sad, you're not leaving them feeling elevated. So you can teach people things, yes, but leave them feeling elevated. Yeah, so true, powerful, impactful real life experiences that you're speaking from. I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I did. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you for spending your time here today on the Law of Attraction podcast. And for those of you that write reviews from the bottom of my heart, thank you.
Thank you so much to every one of you because it's through your words that this show grows. It's through your time and sharing it with friends that this knowledge can go viral, that this wisdom that we share here on the show can reach hundreds of millions of more people all over the world who also are looking to improve their lives, to better their lives in some way. So thank you so much for that. I hope you enjoyed it and make sure that you hit subscribe if you're not yet a subscriber so that you are able to get all these shows delivered right to you twice a week, every single week. And we always have the coolest rock stars and guests on this show. So no doubt you're going to enjoy the next one as much as you did this one. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Natasha Graziano. Make sure you hit that link and get your free gift below where you can take away something and practice it today. Thanks again.